Hey guys, welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe and I'm joined by Nathan. And today we're doing a little bit of a, a mix of subjects today. It's kind of like a first for me. It's also an anime review uh, yes. and that kind of thing. But uh, we today we are discussing uh, the anime Undead Unluck. Hey. Yay! So uh, previous listeners may uh, note that uh, Nathan has uh, been a fan of Undead Unluck for yes. quite a while now. I have... I'm not up to date at the moment, but I had yeah. read it since it first got published. Yeah, so, in um, 2020, yes. right? Yes, 2020. Uh, so I'm very familiar with Undead Unluck. Um, behind the scenes, we struggled to figure out what to put this under because we realized this could have been like four of our different original I series ideas. So we're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Uh, like so, we just uh, kind of just left it as let's just watch Undead Unluck and see where this falls into, basically. Uh, but yes, I have uh, never read or watched the anime. The only thing that I kind of knew about it was uh, Andy, the main character's powers, from when we did a Cultured Boys Fight Club. Yes, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, that that's the uh, that's the way I kind of knew Undead Unluck. Other than that, I kind of had no like no idea what I was getting into. Oh, honestly, yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, before we jump into all that, though, Nathan, do you want to give a quick rundown of what Undead Unluck actually is? Uh, yeah, sure. So, Undead Unluck, created by Yoshifumi Tezuka, published January twentieth, twenty twenty. Currently ongoing anime was animated by David Productions. Joe, Joe. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. Jojo fans, eat your heart out. The story follows an 18-year-old girl named Fuko Izumo, who has been living in seclusion for 10 years since an incident that left more than 200 people dead, including her parents when she was 8 years old. Following the completion of her favorite long-running girls manga series, Fuko decides to commit suicide. She is tormented by the fact that she cannot be touched by anyone due to her unluck ability, which brings bad luck to anyone she comes into contact with in the flesh. She meets an undead man who has amazing regenerative abilities and who desires to die the best death possible, disliking his immortal life for the sake of convenience. Fuku names him Andy because he is undead and they begin to work together. However, they soon see themselves chased by the Union, a mysterious organization. I got that from the Undead Unluck fandom wiki page. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. That was a very detailed description of how Undead Unluck starts. So, yes, uh, I don't know how many episodes of this you watch, Nathan. I watched two of them. I watched the first episode. Yeah, but you know the whole series yeah. anyway, so I think you, you, like for you it's like I'm, kind of I'm like a... very familiar with the franchise. Uh, at least it's been a while since I've obviously seen the beginning stuff. But like mm -hmm. it all came rushing back once I started watching episode yeah. one. Um, the main question is though, what did you think? Uh, <laughs> it's one of those ones where uh, I can definitely see the appeal in it. Um, it's uh, it's funny. It's got like some like cool action. I kind of like the the concepts of all the different abilities that come through in this series. Yep, it's a tough one because I feel like weirdly enough, if I read this as a manga i don't know how quickly i'd get into it which is a really weird thing like i can see that you know like when we did our 
we did our was it uh reviewing all the mangas of 2023 yeah. like we read the one chapters didn't we yeah, yeah like yeah. a bunch of things and like this is one of them where i reckon if i read the first chapter of it i don't know how much i'd be wanting to carry on with it i think it's a very cool like that's one thing with it like seeing it there it's a cool concept and it's a really like fun idea it's very unique um but then manga wise i don't know how like oh i want to carry this on but the thing is with anime right is that i've watched the two episodes and i'm very much inclined to keep watching more as well mm-hmm. um i am like i think the characters are quite fun i think the concept of the whole the relationship uh, between uh, Fuko Izumo and uh, Andy. Yeah, I think like it's one of those ones. Where I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. It, I, like, I will kind of say, partnership. Yeah. it starts off very strange and dubious. Yeah, it does grow as the series. Yeah, like obviously through spending so much time together, or they will do. You know that sort of like weird energy from the start is gone okay yeah so like it's one of those where i i don't remember it being that weird at the start mm-hmm. but honestly after watching the first episode i i did have flashbacks to reading it and being like no that is exactly how it went so i i fully understand that the way it starts yeah. the way their partnership begins is awkward to say the yeah, least yeah it's it does feel. I think there's something like I can see why they like they make a good partnership, and like, obviously yeah. the characters do work well together. It's like that classic, like ah, oh, here's this like freaking crazy ass guy, and then this kind of slightly more reserved girl, and like it's like okay, cool, I can see this, but it's just the whole like thing. There's just something off off about it for me right now. But it, you're right though. It probably it probably will get like you said, like iron out a bit more as the series well, goes I mean, on. Also, like you have to remember that like. Andy is undead, so he will be weird because he's been alive for <laughs> fucking ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's something like, about um like yeah I, I get there's there's the whole thing like the fact that he's like completely naked throughout the whole thing as well is just well, like you know he 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 lost his trousers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah yeah he loses them quite a bit and understandably like, that's how his power works at the end of the day he, he's not gonna keep clothes <laughs> on if he's fucking <laughs> what I mean like not it's not a spoiler because it's in the first episode and you'll see it happen yeah. right yeah but he touches Fuko he gets some unluck he gets hit by a train yeah. and then that's when you yeah. get to see him undead he had some trousers on before that but he did also get hit by a train so the train probably took the trousers or they're on the tracks. I mean, that's the one thing. So, like, obviously, he's regrowing from the head onwards. So, he's never going to get close. It's not like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, it just reminds you of that thing where, like, oh, <laughs> the Hulk, like, expands, but yeah. for some reason, his it's trousers tra- still stay on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. And, like, and I can, like, I completely understand the concepts of why it's happening. Um, it's just one of those ones, like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's just naked throughout the whole time. And it just seems to be that running joke right now, like, where he is just, like, completely naked. Well, yeah. Everyone, like it's. I mean, it's it's partly because, and we both know this from reading so much manga. Mm -hmm. It's that like shonen slapstick comedy because it's like, he's naked, he's got his tackle out, (laughs) (laughs) and then you know, but it also does play into the character because again, he's been alive for fucking ever. So by this point, he's probably like, I don't give a shit. 
Yeah, you can you can look at my junk. I don't care. It's yeah, just body parts <laughs> that I can regrow all the time. Yeah, that that's it. That is the that is the thing. <laughs> um, like so in the manga, is it always just that freaking square as well, or what? Like, cause like I was uh, I was thinking this when I was watching it. I was like, how did they actually address? I can't this remember, and... but I don't actually remember seeing a censor thing. I think in the manga they just drew the panels more, so it's like creative censorship. You know, it's oh, always okay, like behind yeah, yeah. something or like blocked, yeah. slightly blocked from vision kind of thing. Okay, yeah, I think with yeah. the anime because it's moving they had to come up with something because obviously you can't just have a still of andy mostly naked and then like fuko's head blocking most of the screen most of the time <laughs> no, you know, like... it doesn't work out does it yeah so, true. so like i i thought it was actually quite funny the the sensor that they did because it does still like make it look like he's got some weird like fundoshi yeah. or like loincloth or something yeah, yeah. It, I thought that at first. I was like, have they just done that? And then it's like, no, he's literally just like the censorship thing. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure in the, the manga it's it's all just like it's just creative. Creative like censorship. So like as an undead unluck fan, yes. did you did you ever think that this series would get an anime? Um I did. I think it was once it got into the I think the second story arc. Okay, yeah. That's when it, like because you know with a, a manga, there's it gets to a certain point and you're like, right, this thing is staying around, so chances are it will get an anime at some point. And like, I think by that point, it, like, I'd, I'd probably been reading it about a year. And I'm like, oh yeah, this thing's coming out weekly. It's like not, you know, like it, it dipped in the rankings a couple of times, but I'm like, yeah. it's still around. And like I said, it's ongoing. So I was like, at some point, I figured it would get an anime. Yeah. I wasn't expecting David Productions though. Yeah, I, that I, is one thing. Like, it's a very clean animation. It's yeah. very like Walker well, David yeah. in it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you, you look at JoJo, like, and even like what David Productions also did the Monster Hunter stories anime, oh, and that really? also was okay. really clean. So, like, you know, can we talk about how weird it is that this is exclusively on Disney Plus as well? Oh, don't get me started on Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, look, I feel like this is. Every time we do something, I feel like I yeah, it's like I get my own little segment where I rant about first world problems. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me, man! I had to watch it on my phone because what well, I watched some of it on my phone and then some on browser. My smart TV app just goes into an infinite loop whenever I try and watch anything on Disney Plus nowadays. If it's not directly Disney Plus, if it's Star. Which is part of the catalog. Oh, right. It yeah. just infinite loops. So it kicks me back really? into the main menu or just shuts down the app completely. <laughs> and then yeah. I have to open it again. So that's why I only watched one episode because I basically watched it last night before I went to bed. Because I was just like, right, I'm fucking done with this now. I've been trying all week. Like, fuck, fuck this shit. But again, I realized this is constantly me just complaining about first world problems. That, that, that considering you're very much sat at your computer desk a lot of the day as well, you could have easily, like, as you said, open up the browser and then watch it. Like yeah, that. I yeah, guess. I could have. But you know, when you're like, I have a smart TV, I have the app, it should just work. I pay for the service. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. Like, if there's a service there, why is it not working? It's I, just, it's just the yeah. Thing it should be the worst there. thing is, I'm also like, oh, maybe it's got an app update or something. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, nothing. No app update. No nothing. It just fucking doesn't want to work it's just piece of yeah. shit 
I'm I'm going to clarify at this point in time as well that my issue with it being on Disney Plus isn't the same reason as Nathan's. <laughs> <laughs> I just find the concept of anime on Disney very strange. However, it is also getting a lot of the big shonen ones as well. The fact that it's got Bleach Thousand Year War on there. Well, I mean, that's the problem of the modern day, isn't it? Is that the stream wars, the streaming wars means that we're getting the newest anime over here in the weirdest fucking places. Yeah. It's like, it kind of reminds me of the fact like when Netflix first started doing anime, it was like the smallest catalog of animes. It was literally about like about five or six titles and half of them you'd be like, what? well, most of them you'd be like, what the hell is this? I think like Hunter Hunter uh, got put on Netflix at one point. I was like, whoa, that's actually quite a big anime for Netflix. What the hell? And now these days, Netflix is getting all sorts of anime. Like it had JoJo Part Six exclusively, yeah. but Disney is just starting to get into it. They like the few titles that I know that are quite big are Bleach, Tokyo Avengers, and um, obviously now Undead Unluck as well. Yeah. There's a couple others there as well which I'm not too familiar with, but I mean there. to be fair, like competition is always good for the consumer because like otherwise yeah we're all screwed really like if if it was just crunchyroll right mm. i'm not saying crunchyroll isn't a decent service but like if you only have that one place mm. it means that at some yeah. point they'll realize and they could just do whatever shitty thing they wanted and we have no choice but to accept it but if there's competition you know you it holds yeah people, like it holds companies a little more accountable because then you're like well i'll just go over there because well, I mean, that's, me this, this is the one thing as well. Like, this is this comes after the very recent news that Funimation and Crunchyroll are merging as well. Well, we knew this was coming when Sony ended up buying them. So, like, it was yeah. it's going to happen eventually. I think it's shitty for the people who own stuff from Funimation, though, because they're losing that library. Yeah, I I get. Well, I don't know if those libraries are being merged at all. Whether like, because I know that like Funimation will have like a massive. So what I've heard is like, you, like you know the like purchases. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your yeah. actual like digital downloads. People are losing those. Like the library is merging into Crunchyroll, but like the people who downloaded and bought stuff from Funimation, with the promise that Funimation is always going to have it, but now that Sony's doing that, like you're losing access to to your digital purchases that you are forever going to have. Quote yeah, okay, that is, that is shitty. Okay, fair enough. Like, I didn't realize that. A- apparently, all. the only way you're keeping it or have access to it is if you had the Blu-ray or like the DVD or whatever and you ripped it and it was like, I think you could go on Funimation and be like, oh, I own this or something. Or there was a code or some oh, crap. But it's okay. basically linked to a physical disc. But then at the same time, I'm like, but you have the physical disc, so why would you like? I guess the only benefit is to, like, oh yeah, I can watch my favorite anime on the go. But Funimation probably has that on thing anyway. So, but yeah, so yeah. that's that's my understanding of the whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really yeah. look into it because I don't use Funimation. So yeah, I, I again, yeah, this is for, like, for Crunchyroll fans. This is like, oh, cool. Well, I mean, the coolest thing I saw was. Um, because of the merger, they were <laughs> they're like, Dragon Ball is coming to Crunchyroll. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. That was it. See, I, I found about I found out about the Dragon Ball stuff before I knew about the merger. So I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is, mer- this is merging now. I didn't yeah. realize that. No, I, same. I, I, I saw a, like the advert 
for it or whatever. Like, you know, Dragon Ball's coming yeah. to Crunchyroll. I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then all this stuff happened. I was like, oh. That, this is why it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is the one thing as well. So, like, we're solely getting, like, obviously, Cr- Crunchyroll, massive, massive anime library. If you're an anime fan, more often than not, you're probably using Crunchyroll. Or, yeah, like, I mean, that's where yeah. most of the stuff is. But, yeah. like, like it, as an as a Netflix or Disney Plus subscriber, you're not going on there for the anime. You're there because you have a Netflix subscription or you have a Disney subscription. The the anime there is just really a bonus for you, in my opinion. Like it's like, oh, it's like out of the wider wider scheme of things, it's there. But like this is this is one thing I was trying to get at though. It's just very the whole Dis- Disney Plus anime thing is just so strange to me <laughs> it just like it like it never occurred to me like this this thing that launched in was it 2020 2019 um like this service like it's just like ah yes well disney films now it's like hey here's some anime too and it's like wow okay. well you know but, they they gotta yeah. give you a reason to come back to the app that don't work <laughs> for you anyway yeah for me anyway <laughs> um i don't know i think i still think it's cool that undead unlock is even like able to be streamed despite whatever like undead unlock i found personally whilst it's been out and whilst i've been a fan undead unlock seems to be a really hard one for me to recommend to anyone because i've told you about it several times and you you've always been like the same as everyone else which i'm not chatting any crap because i do the same thing but it's always like yeah you know it's on the list i'll get around to it eventually normally there's like series that i'll be like oh yeah you gotta check this out and then people go and check it out and then i can talk to people about it and it's like oh it's all great mm-hmm. this one has been one that is just like everybody always is like yeah i'm not gonna read that or like yeah, i'll get around to it and i've just never had anyone to talk to about it so i'm just kind of glad now that like with the anime people will either already get into it or, or already into it but you know what i mean like it's just spreading the word because it's actually a really good series and it gets really really good <laughs> okay I, i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna keep watching it for sure um but in terms of what you were saying there i feel like undead unluck feels like it's one of those anime uh, like series anyway that has been in jump literally for three years now yeah. no, four years now um and it is always been slightly under the radar you know what i mean it's like yeah. this is like a big jump series it's still continuing on it's four years into serialization that's mad um but you hear you hear more about things like Mashal, which definitely came out a lot later yeah. than Undead Unluck. And it's like, oh, okay, like Mashal gets mad praise like about what it does. Like it's like, oh Mashal's really funny. But Undead Unluck, you're right, it goes so far under everyone. It's like very um underrated in that sense. That's and that's what's really annoying about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And it's yeah. again, it's a consistent like performer. It's it's been around for four years, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see, like, because this is one thing about the story as well, because obviously where I'm at right now, um, it's uh, uh, Andy and uh, Foucault trying to get into the union, yeah. basically. Um, but annoyingly, what uh, was it? When I uh, backed out of watching episode two, I was like, okay, cool, I'll go back out, whatever, do other they things. did not say for you were I... in episode two. <laughs> No, no, it, it, no. What happened is it showed me the cover art for the series. Oh. And in the cover art of the series, it shows them actually in the union with the red I'm, ties and the okay, black suits I'm not and gonna, stuff. So, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That 
that where you are right now is a very tiny part of the story. Yeah. Okay. So the cover art spoiling you in that one section is not that important. I I understand what you mean though because you want it. You for as far as you know, they didn't do it or they did do it. Yeah. You don't yeah, know. You don't know where it's going. You don't know. And then I'm like, oh, okay, no. So they do get into the union, basically. Just, is what yeah. I'm seeing. Like, I I understand yeah. that uh, frustration, but yeah. Honestly, it's it is the tiniest part. Them yeah. trying to get in is literally like I think the first five chapters, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I like, mean, yeah. It's, it's very, it's, it's very minuscule. <laughs> yeah, that, this is it's fine. Uh, is I think it's more the fact you know, like you just don't want spoilers. Yeah, I know that uh, story spoilers in general. You know what I mean? Because that's the one thing I didn't know how big that is going to be. I didn't know whether that was going to be the first arc or whether it's going to be like fair, a, fair, yeah. I think yeah. So I I had no clue how big that was going to be or not. So it's like okay, cool. It's clarification now that it's a small thing, but at the same time, it's like ah. Oh, you never know. Um, <laughs> all in all, though, um, I actually would recommend watching this for anyone. Because uh, I watched a dub as well. Yeah, same. It's just the default. I I couldn't be... I'm, I'm not going to lie. After all the fucking rigmarole I've been through, I just couldn't be bothered to change the settings. I'm like, fine, whatever, yeah. Just play me the damn... <laughs> play me my damn anime. It's a good dub bastard. as well, to be fair. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's pretty good. good. The, um, yeah. Uh, the voice actors for Fuko and Andy, I thought, did a pretty decent job. Um, yeah, Jackie Lastra and Ben Balmaceda. Yeah, like two I'm not really familiar with either. I'm not well. incredibly familiar either. Um, they have. Yeah. I did some research. They they have been in some other stuff, but I don't think anything that I've seen. I think mostly what I've heard probably their voices in in some video game stuff. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, I'll check them out. Like I, I think they've both been in like Grand Blue. Um and there's like a new Grand Blue game come out recently, yeah. so I've been watching people stream that a little bit. So I've probably heard the voices in there. Um, okay, fair. I think uh, Jackie Lastra, she, I I remember seeing on her IMDb she was in uh, Demon Slayer as Kyo. Oh, really? And um, Ben Balmaceda has been in some stuff. I can't remember what he's been in though. There was something. There was definitely something that I was like, oh, I know that. Like oh well no way but yeah I can't I mean yeah he's done like a e- either way they um they did a pretty good job it's <laughs> no absolutely yeah. it's funny because it's the same thing you said in a previous episode but um as someone who read the manga I came up you know I imagined voices and these are this isn't how I imagined <laughs> the voices so it was kind of jarring at first but I was like okay cool. Like I got over it because I was like, yeah, these still fit, but I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> Andy's voice is a bit deeper than I would have imagined, and I was like, Fuko is a little more like whiny than I would have imagined. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I'm I'm curious, like, because I feel like I just get the feeling as well that the uh, Japanese dub of it probably. I can already imagine how Andy sounds in it. You know what I mean? He's yeah. That, <laughs> he's got that character about him. You know that he's gonna be like Wah! or something like that. He's yeah, gonna I was gonna say. I'd imagine he sounds like similar to someone from a Yakuza game. It's yeah, like, he's gonna proper sound delinquent like Yakuza yeah. kind of vibes. You, oi, know, oi. you know that he's good. Yeah. <laughs> like damn it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Boku <laughs> yoro. <laughs> like something like, like that. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I mean, I'd imagine that the the sub voices aren't too far removed from what we're hearing already. Nah, I agree. Yeah, the way it 
I feel like the way it's done with like subbing and dubbing nowadays is like they do tend to use the not that they didn't before, but like they use the Japanese dub as like a reference way more now mm. than they used to. So I feel like sometimes that might also influence sort of how they cast voices. Not saying Absolutely, it definitely yeah. does and like I have any inside knowledge or anything, but I just feel like sometimes it's like we want someone who might sound a little closer to this. No, I agree. Like it probably is like a bit more like the the way that like dubbing has improved over the years yeah. is like oh okay you, you can understand how they would choose these voices now. Um but yeah, uh as I said before though, I'd re- highly recommend anyone to watch Undead Unluck. Like Dave and Bobby's been telling people for years about this. I actually this. have been telling um, people for ages about this. So, I did want to mention one one more thing though before we left is um the ending song is actually really good. See it cut off for me. So wait, hold on. Um the ending song. So in episode one, that's the opening. Is it? That's the opening. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So that song is sick. Like it's pretty I need good. to actually listen to it some more. The band sounded really familiar. I don't know what they've done or um, who it is, but I like, don't know. I think it's... I noted down the wrong song because it was played at the end of the episode. So I typed in ending one. But now uh, you're telling okay, me that yeah. it's the intro, so I'm like, oh, I think I don't have the right song. <laughs> uh, poor reason. Um, so it's that thing that animes do where they like in the first episode they always play like the opening as as the last thing, basically. I mean, like because we watch on streaming stuff, normally I'd be like you and be like, oh, I didn't actually get to hear it because it cut off because it's like, oh, I'll play in the next episode. So the song is called uh, One, and the artist is oh, okay. Queen B. Either way, that song was pretty good. Um, I think on browser they don't have the autoplay thing, so I actually what I listened like all the way to the end. And I was like, and I was like, yo, this is a pretty good song. It started off like kind of like iffy for me. I was like, eh, I don't know if I like this, but once it picked up, I was like, yo, I need to find out what this is. I I, I kind of have to add this to the playlist. It kind of gave me like the vibe like of like a band that doesn't usually do anime intros. Like they just kind of make your own music and it's like, oh, okay, let's just dabble in this for a little bit. Or, like, yeah, for whatever. sure. But it, it literally like once it once it got into it, yeah. I was like, yo, this is like, this is our kind of vibe. I'm, I'm sure it will be one of those things that goes on the playlist that we've made, the Cultured Boys playlist. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll probably be there. And it's, uh, it, it's one, I know for sure that the more I watch this anime, the more it's just going to be like stuck in my head and all that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, um, despite what I was saying about, oh, I probably wouldn't carry on with the manga if it was like one thing, like the anime, I'm definitely going to continue watching this 100% because it is, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun series. Like, I'm glad. Um, yeah. I, I actually really am glad that you're finally getting into it because yeah. <laughs> it, it, like previously said, it's actually really underrated. I feel like mm. a lot of people, obviously a lot of people know it because it's been around for four years. I feel like a lot of people also don't know about it. And it's quite a shame because like I said, it does get really, really good. Mm. Like the longer it's going, like I do, I do want to catch up. I just am in a burnout phase with manga right now. Um, but like, at least where I am in the story, it's super, super interesting. I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. No spoilers from me, but it just, yeah, it's a really good series. And every time it goes into a new story arc, it does up the ante in a way that you just sort of didn't expect. Mm. So like, I, I would highly encourage people to to keep up with this f- franchise. Like, it's just good. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> it's written quite well as well. Like, I actually do really enjoy the writing of this series as well. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Nice one. There we go. You all, you've got our recommendations. But that brings this episode to an end. Thank you for listening, guys. And we shall see you guys next time for another Cultured Boys episode. Bye-bye. Bye.